0: Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. You and the Los Angeles Rams have just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? Good afternoon. You are listening to WQKELP ninety-three nine FM out of Plattsburgh, New York. How's it going?
1: Oh, it's going lovely. So, I am a very happy man today.
0: Yeah, we are in a. We got a. We complained of, uh, last Monday about missing a lot of this stuff. This is one thing I'm really happy we are able to talk Absolutely. about on Monday.
1: Very Valentine's grateful. Day special, by
0: the way. Yeah, val- happy Valentine's Day, everyone. You know,
1: every not always a happy day for everyone, but after after last night, I don't care.
0: That was a great. That was that was a great game but first we'll we'll get in we'll, we got a lot of super bowl talk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we can we're going to allot half the show to the super bowl so More just than, yeah, if you're ready yeah. to if you're ready to listen to football, you t- you've tuned into the right channel. But let's start as we always do. What are we matching today,
1: Desmond? Uh NFL jerseys. I have my uh Reggie Bush Saints jersey that actually right. I found this at a thrift store, I believe, back home. Okay. And what do you What do you got?
0: I got Tim Tebow, Florida, and I actually have a reason behind it. because you sent me. To be honest, this is Desmond's jerseys, but uh, the reason I picked this is because he's a college quarterback who I wanted to work out in the NFL. And last night we watched a college quarterback who has worked out in the NFL, and Mr. Joe Vero. So, yeah.
1: no, I mean, I've because my dad is a huge Tebow fan, so yeah. that, that's his. So, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out, my dad, by the way. Shout out, Desmond. A lot a dad. of jerseys come from from him. Uh,
0: but, okay, yeah. let's start. Let's actually let's channel our inner we're broad we're broadcast journalism major so like we don't we don't just we aren't just isolated to sports we're isolated to all the media so let's start with our fashion side or maybe our like pop uh, pop culture side with the halftime show i any chef's kiss yeah that was a great work uh i i love what uh i can't remember her name the nbc reporter said before they, the they came on that hip-hop and nfl history have kind of like the same thing with basketball have definitely crossed cross ways at multiple points and that's like this is the first time that hip-hop really got a huge like spot in an nfl game and it they did a great job the production Absolutely. was a fantastic on it Absolutely. that stage was that stage was beautiful. beautiful oh my goodness
1: no i i mean it's just the fact that they were able to get eminem dre who i'm very i was very shocked that he sounded as good as he did
0: and he carried a lot of the load of that yeah. of that show um Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick. kendrick. Kendrick's kendrick been MIA for, like, since he dropped his last album.
1: I, I need him to drop. I, I thought he was going to drop I thought he was too. a single during the Super Bowl. He was going to perform or he was at least going to drop it that, unfortunately. Didn't no, and that. he only
0: played the intro to Mad City, and then he played All Right. Mad City, and then All Right. Yeah, Which I was like.
1: I was very angry he did not get more time just no. to get cut off by Eminem playing. I don't it was kind of
0: weird so. what they did, and I'm not complaining at all, but they, they allotted most of their time to Dre and Snoop.
1: Which is understandable.
0: It is understandable, but like Kendrick is obviously massive, and yeah. Kendrick's been gone forever, and so like it was really, really cool to see him. But I, yeah, I wish they had a lot of a little more time for him. Cause no, yeah, I mean, he could have. If you, anyone's ever seen him perform, like, like if you just look it up on YouTube, he's an unbelievable live performer mm-hmm. for a hip hop artist. He's crazy.
1: But yeah, I mean even like the surprise guys, like fifty cent. That, was crazy. that intro was insane. Great song, too. I, I was too. like jumping out of my seat when that happened. And then like Andrew Pock, like you yeah. mentioned, like I didn't even notice him. I didn't yeah. notice him there. Anderson Pock going um, at it on the drums.
0: I love um I love when hip hop artists can like actually like play instruments, if that makes sense. Like there's yeah. a lot of hip hop artists like like the first one that comes to my mind is like Travis Scott. Like I don't think Travis Scott can play many no. instruments. Like you got Anderson Pock there who's like You know, like, he's not really a hip-hop artist, but he's a modern musician. He's rocking it on the drums over there. Dre absolutely ripped it on the piano. That was... was was I'm sure... I mean, that's one of his most popular songs. I'm sure, you know, he has that piano verse. He can play that in his sleep, but he still crushed it. That was a really nice piano, too.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I... I don't know if I'll necessarily say it's the best of all time, but definitely. Yeah, that was a little, that's a little premature. Definitely one of the better. One yeah, of the better.
0: It, better in recent years. Like, the weekend wasn't horrible, but, like, before the weekend, it had been a rough stretch of yeah, a couple.
1: I, I, I know a lot of people like the, uh, who was it, it was Shakira and was it?
0: Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I
1: I, I can't remember. I, I liked it, but, like, people say it's the best of all time. I liked it a lot. I don't know if I'd say it's the best of all time. There's a
0: lot of really good ones, like Michael Jackson's a really yes. iconic one besides the fact that he's controversially that's a really iconic one there's no, a couple more that are like I know Bruce Springsteen's is pretty iconic too yeah. uh, you have anything that comes to your mind?
1: Uh, I mean obviously we all know I, I can't come to one in my mind right yeah. now because I'm more obviously I watch it more for the football yeah. and halftime show as much as I do enjoy okay, so the not, halftime we're show we're not really pop culture guys we're sports no. guys yeah
0: but um, that's still a really, really good. Ha- like usually, everyone leaves a halftime show a little bit disappointed. I thought that was one that was no. Very- I,
1: I I had a lot of fun that watching
0: was, it. Uh, just to go back to the Fifty Cent thing. That was a really good surprise. Like yeah, shot up, and that was a great. He he sounds good too. Like these are old like older old people. Men, yeah. Like Snoop and Dre are both above fifty, I believe.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And they they sounded fantastic. It was
1: I. I'm. I i do not mean to be disrespectful, because I. I'm. I'm into music, but like I'm not deep in music. The the lady who performed, I can never remember her name. I know my mother, is a is a huge huge fan of her. Is it? I'm blanking. Is it? It's not Missy Elliott. Is no, it? No, it's Mary. Um, it's uh, Mary Blige. Yes, my mother is a huge fan of her. But um, she did a great job. She did a fantastic job. Yeah, she sounded great. Everyone. Everyone did. Especially She's 51, all, too. Yeah, they're all. Older, they all did great jobs.
0: I think Kendrick's the youngest,
1: yeah. Kendrick is also the shortest by a mile. I did not know Kendrick is 5'6. That, five, short. Six. that he's well, got, he's Snoop Dogg no he's is five, huge, six. He is, yeah. He's like Snoop Dogg's like 6'6. Six, six yeah, he's re, he's very that's well
0: what young. I think that's what makes him look so short. But Kendrick's 5'6, yeah. He's 30, Kendrick's 34. How full, how old is Eminem? I he's in that his old.
1: he's got to be in his
0: 40s. Yeah, he's 49.
1: Jeez, Man, Eminem is 49. He's too busy rhyming orange with banana. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> I, I, I said before that he was going to play, like, one of the three songs that came to my mind, and I, that's exactly what happened, because they're not... They're I don't not... think I could
0: pick what they play, though. That's definitely choosing. Yeah,
1: probably. Probably. Sure. But, uh...
0: He still sounded good.
1: No, I, I, I he did good. I just, I don't know. I liked his Jordans. Yes. He wears... I've never seen that dude wear something other than a hoodie and jeans.
0: I, I don't care. Okay, he had a decent outfit. He always has a hood up, too. Yeah, but hood you gotta up, specify.
1: hat, and jeans. Uh, yeah, Every
0: and then time. he's... He, I've always seen him wearing Jordans. Yeah, I don't think I've ever not seen a Jordan. I Bird think George. he,
1: I don't, I, I, think he released like a, a shoe yeah. with Jordan. Yeah, I he's saw, released I a couple of Jordan,
0: and the ones yesterday I think were either released or custom. I can't remember. I don't know enough about yeah. shoes. And then I don't care what anyone says. Kendrick Lamar's outfit, chef, that was a chef I, kiss. I,
1: I, really wish he performed for longer. All black a suit. Kendrick Very farm, farm fan.
0: I loved his all black suit. I loved yes. his hair. I just love Kendrick Lamar. Like, no, don't even too. get me. Don't even get me started. Me too. He's such a. He's such an icon. But, all right, uh, let's let's uh, the game. Yeah, let's transition to stuff that's. <laughs> we just talked for eight minutes about a halftime show on a sports show, but it's all right. I first great game. That's what I was. Yes. say. Sorry to interrupt you, but
1: I want to talk about why I, unless the Giants win the Super Bowl, of course, which hasn't happened since 2011. It's I usually, S- I don't really so. care who wins the Super Bowl. Obviously, I'm in, I'm enjoying the game. I I kind of want a side to win, but like last year, Chiefs Bucks, I was okay with whoever winning. Year before that, I was okay with who, with whoever won. I was losing it all game because of how badly I wanted the Rams to win. Because of all these players from my childhood that were in this game, Andrew Whitworth, Eric Weddle, Odell. Gonna get an Odell soon. Matthew Stafford, like all these guys. Aaron Donald, all these guys, especially the the two and Eric Weddle and and Whitworth. Wetzel already announcing his re-retirement and Whitworth likely retiring yeah. because he's 40 years old and still a top offensive lineman in the NFL. It's just... And it, Donald, maybe, too. Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe that. I mean, really, like, what what, what left can he accomplish? No, he's done everything. He's arguably the most uh, dominant defensive player of all time. The only one you can really argue we'll, right now is LT. We'll
0: talk about Donald later. There's a play in that game I still cannot even believe yeah, so happened. He,
1: yeah, he's ridiculous. But just seeing, like... All these guys from my childhood, like it was a very good thing to see them win, especially like I said, Weddle and Whitworth, who were really like, how many years yeah. do they have left? And even even Stafford, how many years does Stafford have left? You
0: know, it's they're they're gonna have. It's not that those like when it comes to Stafford, I'm not worried about him. It's the team around him. I'm starting to worry about because Cup after that season is going to want big time money, and yeah, and, and I mean he deserves it. But and
1: you get then you got to think about. Von Miller expiring, Odell is expiring, Whitworth probably gone. Weddle, I mean, even though Weddle came in mid season, yeah, Weddle played gone. four games or like, whatever. Aaron, what Not if Aaron, over, what exactly. Aaron Donald decides to retire? Like that team could look pretty rough next year. But it it also doesn't matter because they just won a Super Bowl.
0: That that is the exact definition of going all in.
1: No, absolutely. Like they went, they traded picks, everything, no cap space. And yeah, let's you, just go you, win. You pull out with a Super Bowl.
0: And even like even if all those players retire, like. I hate to say it this way. We'll go a little more in depth in the game, but who won them that game at the end of the day? Stafford and Cup won yeah, them that absolutely. game. Stafford and Cup drove up the field basically single-handedly and won them that game at the end. If those two players are around, I, I still think they're a contending team. No, I, I agree. The yeah. only team really in their div- – I mean, they're in a, a little bit of a tighter division with the 49ers and the Cards, but still, like, they, they I, still, they're they still still good enough.
1: I forgot to write it in my notes, but I do want to talk about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray after the Super
0: Bowl. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. That's, that's a really, really weird thing that's going mm-hmm. on. All right, so I guess let's do this, I guess, analytically. Let's go each quarter. First quarter, I was like, this game's going to be a blowout.
1: Yes, I really did not expect it to be as close as it did.
0: Yeah, I agree. After the first quarter, I was like, oh, my goodness, the Bengals have literally no chance of winning this game.
1: They just had, they had no momentum. They couldn't get anything going. And
0: then second quarter, Joe Burrow. Again, just like the, the Bengals are just so weird because they just like – they're, like, against the Chiefs, they're getting absolutely rocked, and they're just somehow still in the they're game. In the and it was the, the same thing yesterday. They're getting absolutely rocked after the first quarter. They're somehow still in the game. And they, they let the other team know, too. No. They're only down, what, three at half?
1: Who the – yeah, no, yeah. yeah. But, like, man, I just – I will say, I know there are probably a lot of people who will not agree with me on this. If they lost the Super Bowl, Sean McVay might have had to go. Because you cannot sit there and watch Sean McVay constantly run the football when it's not working and just call up these horrible plays like third and five running a a wide receiver pass to a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just the constant running of the football that was the number one reason that this game was close because look at how effective they were in the last drive when they passed the ball almost every play and got down the field really easily. Like, if you run the ball... They ran the ball twenty three times for forty three yards. Yeah, it was one point nine. And they carry. they have
0: two really good running backs.
1: Yeah, Cam Akers is a beast. Daryl Henderson's not bad. And Sonny Michelle, Michelle is, is good. I think he's pretty good. He he's not bad. No, he's, he's definitely not bad. But I I don't know. He's very questionable at yeah. times. But um, no. I mean, it was just a great performance out of everyone. I don't. I don't disagree that Cup should have won MVP, but Stafford, it's hard to look at his stats and say it, even though if you look further, the one interception is kind of like a chuck-up, arm punt is mm-hmm. what they like to call it. And then the other one, who I want to get this guy's name, I very rarely dislike NFL players. I might be a, I'm going to try to pronounce this, Ben Skaronek hater. Yep. I might I might be a Ben Skaronek hater because he came very close to costing the game not only dropping a very easy pass that led to an interception dropped another pass on like third and five i i get it very you know i have respect for the guy very intense moment hard to come in with odell going out but come on man
0: you the eli apple if we're going to talk about receiving the eli apple social media response i'm sure desmond last night was dying he had every oh, NFL player. I swear man. to God, I swear, he had every NFL player on earth tweeting at him.
1: Let me go back to what I said. I very, very rarely do I yeah. dislike NFL players. You hate I, Eli. I, I hate. I Eli thought Eli you were going to
0: talk about Eli Apple when you said that to no, me. No, yeah,
1: because obviously, I didn't like the Eli Apple pick at, at the start. I didn't like taking a corner like that at number ten. But just to see him not pan out, have attitude issues, and then go, go. And make fun of the two teams that gave him a chance, and, and just make fun of them and their fans to just get lit up in every single playoff game. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad he cost them the game. Even though I, I said it to one of my friends, any corner is getting mossed by Cup on, on that final.
0: Team. Oh my, yeah. Any, any corner. Okay, that coverage NFL. really wasn't that bad because it was first of all he perfectly placed throw to to go to the other yeah. side, and then up. Oh, Unbelievable! Like that. Those are the types of catches in my mind that don't get enough credit in the NFL. When you are jumping, switch no, those, directions those, in midair, those, and then catch it over the defender's hands.
1: Those stands. one-on-one catches in the end zone are absolutely—they're ridiculous. That—that that is
0: what determines an elite receiver in my mind.
1: Mike, like Mike Evans is like really good at that. Yeah, he's obviously he's very tall, but like, I, like, yeah.
0: I think cups. The strongest facet to his game is his footwork. Yes. Underrated take. Like yes. his, he's
1: like, a very good route runner, very yeah. good in the open field. Like
0: that running play, if anyone saw that, his one running play of the game, like his footwork, he like stops on a dime and then just goes. Yeah. He's, and he's quick. That's but, the new meta. Little receivers. Like short, short, quick guys. No, yeah, Tyreek started receivers.
1: that. Like, look at Tyreek Hill. Look at Hunter Renfro, who almost made a Pro Bowl as a slot receiver. Yeah. Cooper Cup. You know, you even, know who started making...
0: that meta? Cole Beasley. Wes Welker. Oh West yeah, Welker. you're right. I'm like those two guys. Like those, like Cole Beasley is not is not anything close to great. But I was like Cole Beasley was one of those guys. No, who he was, was like, a
1: very he was a very solid.
0: Yeah, like just quit. Yeah, Wes Welker and was... like Cole Beasley, and now we're seeing it like an upgraded form of them and Tyreek, and like like yeah. the little to slot receivers who just can go.
1: But yeah, I mean, I will say that it was debatable. It was somewhat debatable before. I could, you know, if if you said it the other way, I wouldn't really mind it. Matthew Stafford's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He is going to likely end up top ten or top fifteen, if not top ten, in passing yards and touchdowns. has has a Super Bowl win. You know, everyone, oh, we can't. He can't win the big game.
0: He, he won. won. He won
1: the big game. No,
0: and he, not only did he win the big game, he won a, a lot of big games. That game yeah. against the Bucks was almost single-handedly he won that game himself. marching down yeah, the field. Yeah, I
1: mean, his teammates kind of sold it for him. Cam yeah. Akers fumbled. I think Cooper Cup fumbled. Uh, the snap that went over his head. Yeah.
0: He, like, even after that game, I was like, man, he's really proved himself on the big stage. Mm. Then he did what he did against the 49ers. Then he did what he did last night. I'm yeah. like, this guy's really proved himself. Oh, absolutely. And, like, okay, I know you don't like him, but I do agree with what Colin Coward said today. Like, these are the types of Matthew Stafford's the type of guy we should talk about in the NFL more. Like, the people who absolutely. don't, who are just. Kind of like blue collar players, like don't kind of put their head they down, just put in like the work. They don't yeah. talk, they, they don't, don't cause they drama, they don't say anything crazy, yeah. they just go get they the job play, done. Yeah. And they go play football and yeah. they're good.
1: No, yeah, but um, I also want to say that if you are the NFL, you cannot have these refs back in the Super Bowl. That was it's okay. I think there
0: was. Uh, let me debate you before you keep going. Mm-hmm. I, I think there is one argument to it. If the last two minutes didn't happen, I wouldn't be as mad about it. But they wait until the last two minutes of the game to start to calling. Start calling all yeah, these like just... you, you miss the most egregious face mask that I have was, ever oh, seen. Man. I'm surprised Jalen Ramsey didn't go and absolutely punch one of those refs no, knowing I, it. Yeah, I, I would have been livid. You know why he wears one of those things? I think my stepdad said this. What? Where is that like it looks like he's in a winter storm. That like, oh yeah, I've it's, seen those I, like think, them, I think I yeah. think he wears it so they can't see him chirp. Honestly, probably.
1: But no, like yeah. it's, you can't.
0: Then the last two minutes they start calling everything. I'm like, what is going yeah, on right you now? You can't
1: sit there, watch what T. Higgins did to Jalen Ramsey. Shout out to T. Higgins had a great game. Great I, game. I, I love T. Higgins. And and watch what he did to Jalen Ramsey. Have it get reviewed. All you know, all scoring plays are reviewed, mm-hmm. and then not overturn it. it. It's it's just like I mean, obviously not as bad, but like the the Ram Saints game where what's his yeah. face like obliterated the reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I forgot about that one. <laughs> but no, I mean it's just you can't have you have a game like Sorry. this absolutely cannot and never will should be determined by refs. And, it and they're almost, lucky today. And it almost yeah, was. Yeah, they're
0: if the Bengals won that game, we would have never heard the end of that, oh, yeah. that T Higgins call. All right, let's go. Let's keep going with the quarter thing. So third quarter, the Bengals come out
1: hot. Yeah,
0: They come out hot. Yeah, obviously the T TH Higgins thing is a little controversial. Still a nice catch, yeah, and still a good route. However, yeah, it was very controversial. And then they have the pick, right? Like,
1: yeah, yeah that was when. Yeah, they got the they got the touchdown, and yeah. right when that pick was thrown, I I thought it was over. Yeah, I did too. I, I thought it was then, over.
0: This is again. This is what happens when you build a team around defense. You just they oh, just they, they the Rams rush. the Rams kept yeah. the Rams pass rush just kept them in the game, and it, it really proved how I guess smart their management is in bringing in Von Miller because yeah. he was absolutely crucial at the end of the in the third quarter just keeping the keeping them from scoring again.
1: Yeah, I mean they had seven sacks as a team which tied the record. Yeah. Roger okay. Staubach uh, sacked the most at seven, so it's a tie. But poor, like poor Burrow, man. Yeah. Uh Ernest Jones had one. Sean Robinson had one, Leonard Floyd had one, Aaron Donald had two, Von Miller had two.
0: If like, Von Miller had like a four, or no, I'm sorry, not Von Miller. If Aaron Donald had like a four sack game, he would have won MVP. Yeah. Like, it was just because he didn't have the staff. He, he
1: was getting triple teamed all game. Yeah. There's so many clips of that dude getting triple teamed. All, all clips. Of and that's it's why those randos have, season.
0: no offense, that's why those randos have a bunch of sacks. Yeah, like Ashawn Robinson, yeah. guys like him. Yeah, that's why like he has sacked because, like, I can't I don't remember. I think it was in the third quarter. Like, there's plays where, yeah, they're triple teaming Aaron Donald, but just one of the guys just walks around the, the yeah. la like, literally walks around the, the uh, end of the line and just sacks Joe Burrow. Like, what is going on right now?
1: Is this a Mike Thomas? Uh, I thought, because I was looking at, like, the, I'm looking at stats right now, and I saw Mike Thomas, and I thought it was the Mike Thomas that played for the Giants a couple years ago, safety. Oh, okay. He's, he was, like, a I think he made a Pro Bowl for uh, special teams. I, I miss that guy. Very good, very good team guy. But, anyways, I, now that I'm done rambling. uh, Yeah, I, I said before the game that, like, I respect both teams. I, I obviously of the Rams to win, but I wouldn't be... Too upset if the Bengals won, but I said the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Chase Mixon, they have their whole career. They have ten, fifteen years ahead of yeah, them. Yeah, they just need a this good draft. This doesn't. They this just need a good. Does, they the just Rams need a good draft. Yeah, if they, if they, they need to take two offensive linemen at least. Take one in the first. If there's a guy like Bernard Raymond. I think it's like Rain Manor is it's pretty funny. Yeah, he is a weird name. I do um, about, that about And then like if Zion Johnson or some yep. someone somehow falls in the second, you have to take those guys. This is a very, very deep offensive line draft class. Take two. If yeah, this not is
0: like where you build this is the draft where you build your defense, your, like those weird spots that you don't really think of. Like this is the draft you yeah. build your defensive linemen, your offensive linemen, your corners, like just the weird positions.
1: Yeah. But um they'll be back though. Hundred percent. Oh I my don't god. Know, I don't think they'll be back next year, but they, they will definitely. They
0: could back. be. I think the only team that really stands in their way now are the Chiefs and the Bills.
1: It also depends on where if like where Aaron Rodgers could end up. I don't. Because he could, he could turn a team into a contender.
0: He, he, could, if, he could turn anyone into a contender. Yeah, he turned go, Green yeah. Bay into a contender, yeah. and they're horrible. They are horrible. Yeah. Uh, I guess then let's talk about that fourth quarter,
1: bro. I thought Joe Burrow was done. When he, when he I, went I down. can't remember this happened. In the, I think it happened in the fourth. Yeah, that no. is literally the definition of ACL tear. Yeah, and you see his face. I was like, oh, yeah, like he's he done. Yeah, started screaming. Yeah, like he – when you – one of because I, I played football, obviously. One of the things I was always scared of is literally what happened to him. You're just standing there, and a guy just rolls up your leg from behind. Boom, gone. But, yeah, I couldn't believe he came back. I thought he was done. I thought we were going to – I don't even know who their backup quarterback is right now, but I thought we were going to have to – I think <sighs> – who is?
0: I was, as a joke, I was like, "Is it Case Keenum?"
1: No, I think they have a. If I'm not mistaken, I think they have a young guy. Let me just double check really quick. Uh, yeah, Brandon Allen. Uh, he was drafted the year before Burrow, I think. Oh really? Yeah, he he. he I think he stepped in when uh when Burrow went out last year. He didn't.
0: Do well, I want to talk about the Bengals when we're done talking about the fourth quarter more specifically, because there's a lot of stuff that about that team that is impressive yes. to me. But. Once again, this is what happens when you build your entire team around around defense. Is you can do those types of things where you can limit one of the most potent quarterback qu- uh, QB one wide receiver one combos to yeah. a to uh, wh- how many points did they have in the fourth quarter? Three? No, they had none. Yeah, they had no no, no yeah, points in the fourth quarter, and then that final drive. For, for the, uh, like you you already summed it up perfectly. The final drive for the Rams, where they just kind of marched down the field, just kept throwing the ball, kept hitting Cup in motion. You can't cover that guy. There's no, no way. No. And then I guess my last thing is that final stop from the uh, Rams was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Aaron Donald is, is a, a beast. Is, yeah. That's really the only way to put Everyone's it. Everyone's
0: talking about that fourth and one play where he got the sack. Did you see that? I think I already talked to you about this. So that third and one play. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, I don't even know who that running back was. Samaje P. Ram- I don't know why Joe Mixon wasn't playing at this point. He's
1: Samaje is a very good battering ram to get a yard or two. Yeah, and you also he, that's just what he is. He was, I think, a fourth round pick by Washington a couple of years ago. He was like their running back one for one or two mm-hmm. like a year and a half or so. Then they got rid of him once they got Antonio Gibson. He's not bad though, but putting mm. uh, even then, as much of like a good batting ram as he is, I really don't know if you put him in over Mixon in that situation. I didn't,
0: I didn't like it, and obviously Aaron Donald loved it because he yeah. pulled this guy a yard backwards.
1: Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Imagine
0: pulling a full speed man, grown man, yeah, backwards, just g- g- grabbing him mid mid stride, just pulling him backwards. Like what? What is this? And then the then the final play, triple teamed, just breaks through and gets a sack on Joe Burrow. Joe yeah. Burrow almost completed that pass. Did you? See, I kind of thought he was going to. I thought he was too. Did you see that uh, video or that picture of Jamar Chase in that play? No. Jamar Chase. Oh, what, was it,
1: what was he open?
0: Wide. He was one set. He had already broken. He had Jalen Ramsey had already like fallen at this point. Yeah. He's on a go route. He's gone if he had one more second. So if his line could have held it for one more second, the game was over. Yeah. He was gonna throw downfield and score. But I, I, I gotta find this. It was I. I was like looking here. Uh. Look at this. I wish you guys could see oh. this. He's literally wide open. Oh. Yeah, and there's nobody even oh, around man. him. Jalen Ramsey's last. Like, on the ground. Yep. Yeah. Like, and literally he had one more second to throw. The game yep. is over. Jamar Chase That's, is wide open downfield. And, you know, Joe Burrow's not missing that pass. No. But, like you said, they're not done, that team.
1: No, absolutely not. And I mean, they're only, they're only going up because they're so young. Yeah. Joe Burrow's only going to get better. Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, only going to get better. Yeah, they're
0: all going to get better. And they're all, I don't think they have cap issues at all. They're gonna have to pay them eventually. Yeah, but.
1: they'll have to. They, they might run into some soon because I don't. I think rookie
0: contracts last a lot long, longer. It's I mean, like five years. Exactly. Longer. We'll talk about rookie contracts and we get to Kyler Murray, but yeah. I guess my thought for you is, when Joe Burrow left LSU, everyone was like, "I don't know if he can do it." He is the best, He one of the greatest college teams ever put around him. He had like, he, I can't remember how many players went in the first round from that team, but yeah. it was it was a significant Jefferson, amount. Jackson Chase. Yeah. His, look, mean, just look at his targets. They're both. They're two of, those two right like, there are there. The best receivers. Randy Moss's son was
1: on that team. Yep, like, Thaddeus Moss. He didn't. I think he had like a stint with the with Washington, but that mm-hmm. was it. The Commanders. Now I gotta try to remember to say that. But um, no, they had a they had a pretty ridiculous team around.
0: him. Yeah. No, so everyone was like, that. Will he be able to make the transition? Man, did he make the yeah, tr- I, He is, as you as you would put it perfectly, he is that guy. He is a hundred percent that he guy. He is him. He's unbelievable. He's just like his. I, I think what impresses me most about his game is his confidence and his like poise and the like. He's a really good decision maker, and he's the, yeah, he,
1: the limited amount of time he has.
0: Yeah, like he made a lot of really good throws under a lot of pressure yesterday. A lot of pressure. Yeah, and like he he just never looked phased. He never looked angry. Okay. Always looked really calm. Like even on the sideline after he got hurt, he was completely fine. Yeah. Like never, Straight never, face. yeah, never showed any emotion. That type of stuff you need do Did you see that Ed McVearson stayed on the, the field? So I love, I, lo- I love that guy.
1: No, he's he's awesome. I love that
0: and guy. he was perfect for a rookie. I think that's perfect in the yeah playoffs.
1: seventeen to seventeen. It was a uh, tied the record. I'm sure he broke it. But at the time, he tied the record for with Vinatieri for most field goals in a postseason. Crazy. 17, yeah. He
0: didn't even miss one. Nope. Not that's me. another guy. Completely just stone cold, ice in his nah, veins. Awesome. He didn't he, even phase. Awesome. I, I was showing him. I was at my family's house, and I was showing everyone that video of him uh, kicking the cap off that yeah, Gatorade that, bottle. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. My dad's like, that's not real. I'm like, uh, uh, I think it is.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, regardless, great game. Such a good Super Bowl. So happy to Such see, a good Super Bowl. see guys like Odell, Weddle, Whitworth finally get a ring. Staff or two. All these guys. Donald. Yeah. Hopefully Aaron Donald doesn't retire. He, he uh, reportedly told I think it was Charles Woodson yes. that he was g- going to consider retirement. And then after the game, the sideline reporter asked him about it, and he said he's just living in the moment right now, which yeah. is what I expected yeah. him to why say. Would they
0: ask, why would they even waste their time asking?
1: It, it's just, you know he's going to say that, but it's just like, in case he made this decision. But, I mean, yeah, I, that's all I got to say. Great game.
0: Uh, Al Michaels, I man. The GOAT.
1: I, I'm so sad to see him go, but...
0: Man, he sounds great.
1: Yeah, he's, he's he's one of the last good ones because like I I can't I cannot listen to Buck and Aikman anymore. No, Tony Romo's not bad. I don't mind Tony Romo at all. He's so growing on me. He's annoying, man. Sometimes like like during the Chiefs game, the Bills and Chiefs game, yeah. when Travis Kelsey got that the touchdown to win the game, he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't I don't know if he got both his feet down when it was literally the most obvious touchdown <laughs> I've ever seen. Like I can't. He's not bad. He's definitely not bad. I'd prefer him over Bucking. Aikman, but he can. Buck and Aikman
0: are so bad.
1: It's just Buck is just so boring. He doesn't get excited, especially like when like I hate when he comment when that when that team when they both commentate like a Giants and Cowboys game. I have to mute the television. Yeah, they're so unbearable. Like you're not supposed to really like when you commentate. You're not supposed to pick a side. It's so obvious that the, that that they like go for the Cowboys every time they commentate their games. Eggman isn't Troy.
0: a homer though. Aikman, 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 Aikman's really quick to back. out. That's
1: because Troy doesn't know where he is half the time. <laughs> yeah. He is so lost. <laughs> that's what happens when you have like thirty concussions when you play <laughs> before there's like any medical science for that. But I can't, I can't believe that he still does it because like he. he he just stands there, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Joe. I, I agree. Like, I, I can't – I just can't stand him. I can't.
0: I love Chris Collins, too. He yeah, gets- yeah,
1: he's not bad. I just – I hate that Al Michaels is leaving. I remember I, – I didn't know you could do this, but, like, a couple – I think, like, a year ago or now – I saw a Bleach Report notification that said ESPN tried to, or wherever he works for right now, uh, was it MSNBC or CBS.
0: He works for NBC, I think, right?
1: Whatever, I, NBC, I always mix them up because... The same thing, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, basically. And um, they tried, ESPN tried trading for Al Michaels. Yeah. Like, what? I didn't even, I, I didn't know you could do that, but...
0: No, I do not think you could either. But I guess if you own the rights to the announcer, you must be able to, like...
1: Yeah, like, trade another announcer, like, yeah. money and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> ESPN, right. That's the most ESPN thing I've ever yeah, heard. I'm
1: not surprised by that at all. But oh, my God. After, after, the, after having listened to Booger McFarlane commentate Monday Monday Night Games, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I'm so glad they took him off. I've never seen someone point out the obvious in every yeah. game, and it's just...
0: You can see he made the catch. You,
1: as you can see here, he made the catch yeah. and then was tackled at the five yeah. yard line. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know, but um, he's horrible. I, 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 I but I, I like him. I like him more as a um, like analyst. a guy in TV, like or like a side analyst. And
0: it's not even fair. I guess this is around a random tangent, but it's not even fair. The NBA has so many good announcers. Like inside the NBA, it's not even fair they have that four, the four of those, like Ernie, Shaq, Chuck, like that. And then they're adding Draymond. Yeah. They're so funny.
1: Then you have like, I I, I mean, obviously, I I only watch so many uh, games, like home games for Mm. other teams that get commentated. The Knicks probably have the best announcers in the NBA. Yeah, they do. Mike Breen and Walt Frazier are probably one of the best. Yeah, Mike Breen
0: gets put on national. Yeah, Mike
1: Breen is not only like one of, if not the best announcers ever, but. Clyde is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I think they were playing, oh, they were playing the Hawks, I think, and and Clyde's like, you know, he, he's like, you know, Mike, I learned what OG meant the other day, <laughs> and he's like oh, and Mike's like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I learned it meant original gangster. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> all right. No, I, I love Clyde. The way he rhymes everything is, is it's so good.
0: I... One of the most touching moments I thought after Kobe Bryant passed away was Mike Breen's um, yes little monologue. That was like the closest I got to crying after. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was a really, no, no, really that
1: was rough. But um, yeah, I-, I wish the NFL had better announcers. But. Uh, oh. we- and then that, like I said,
0: Charles Barkley and
1: Shaq—you could find literally like an hour
0: long of them just arguing, arguing about stuff. No, you, arguing got, you got
1: Charles calling Shaq fat. Shaq <laughs> just saying, "Oh, you have no rings." Haha. <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh, <laughs> he fuck. calls them fats. <laughs> no whenever, whenever Charles calls Shaq fat, it's so funny. Especially you <laughs> when you look at before Charles lost weight, that dude yeah. was—he was a large Do man. you want, does, so. Have you watched the? Uh,
0: the. What was the his Lakers rant? I think I said it to Yes. Yeah. We're we're earning to cut to an interview, and he goes, "I don't care." He goes, "When you come back, you can start talking." He goes, "I don't care." The the Lakers uh, suck when we get yeah, back too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that show, but uh, with that we will finish our NFL segment. That's a good transition with um with uh, apparently Kyler Murray is like a very bad leader. Like he mm-hmm. he always he's always dodging the blame. Blaming his coaches His teammates And obviously We talked about how He unfollowed everyone Do you see like The Cardinals Instagram Like clap back Like they deleted All their posts And only left ones Of Kyler Yeah But apparently Like they're They're kind of Just getting sick of him And
0: They can bring him To the Cowboys We'll take oh, The Cowboys yeah. will take him
1: My dad actually said Something funny He's like he's the height Of a child And acts like a child <laughs> But um
0: I love Kyler very. I, I do love Kyler I love Kyler, Kyler right right on the field.
1: If you're gonna If you're gonna Be this Like be like a, Just a child About everything And like avoid the blame when you were a big reason as to why the Cardinals lost, then at that point you almost got to go because you're you're the problem at that point.
0: I was listening to some podcast the other day, and they said that a leader is – a leader in the NFL is proven when you can lead when your team is winning and you can lead when your team is losing. Yeah. That's what makes Joe Burrow and Mahomes such good leaders is that they take they took a lot of – I think Burrow did – I can't remember about Burrow, but I know Mahomes took a lot of blame after they lost to the Bengals. Yeah. Kyler yeah. Murray does not do that. No. But when they were winning, when they were undefe- oh, yeah. of undefeated of for halfway through the season, oh, Kyler Murray was yeah. hailed as Jesus.
1: But uh, yeah. Doesn't even
0: make any sense.
1: No, I I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I I can't remember what their contract situation is with him, but
0: I think he's on a couple more years. I, I believe we so. looked.
1: I think he has like options, like his fourth or fifth year option. I think that's what it is. I think he has his 5th like fifth. I'll
0: take the Cowboys will take yeah, him. I'll the Cowboys him. will gladly take him. I'll take him, but uh, the Giants will
1: take him too. Yeah, but with that, <laughs> poor Cardinals. I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Rosen then this. <sighs> There were nine mistakes yeah. uh, taken ahead of me. Like, no. No, there weren't. This poor guy. I know. I, I, I did not like Josh Rosen at all. Mm-hmm. I was very I I didn't I was I will say I was not very high on like Josh Allen and, and um and Darnold and all them. But I definitely did not want Josh Rosen. I didn't I hated that guy. But with that we moving to the NBA and we had a very uh, arguably the best trade de- deadline ever. Yeah, a it's of, up there a lot of a lot of interesting moves. We'll start off with without a doubt the biggest moves. Yeah, it, we can probably talk of about this Of which for uh a bit. James Harden was traded to the Philadelphia seventy sixers for Ben Simmons. I this is off the top of my head. Seth Curry. Ben Simmons, the Seth Curry, Drummond, fir- two first round picks, I believe. Yep. And yeah, that's it. And then the Nets sent out Harden and Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap was not playing games for them. They were looking to move him on, so there, there he goes. Very solid role player for them. I I don't think that the Nets are necessarily better with Simmons, but it's definitely a better fit. There's no uh, doubt behind that. It, there's
0: a lot of health issues. Yeah, I will say that they need. I to can't, stay can't on even it. say that because if we see Kyrie, Katie, and Simmons all playing healthy, I'd be I'd be very impressed. We'll put it Absolutely. that way.
1: But with the right now, the Philly Philly might be my favorite side of the East. Only, oh, hundred the, Only mine. because now you add in with Tobias Harris, who's been playing very questionable this year, and he's really, really only a scorer at this point. You add what Embiid does, and you add Harden to that. No, they need it. They
0: just needed a, a shooter. That's all they needed. Just a facilitator, yeah, a Embiid, guy that could shoot. Embiid doesn't really shoot from three. He, he
1: no, he he does. You'd be surprised. Not anything insane. Like he's not like pulling like nine threes a game, but like he shoots pretty efficiently from that area.
0: The but, Nets are still the favorite after the Harden trade. Mm. So it goes: Nets, Warriors, Suns, Bucks, 76ers. Yeah, I, I would say I'd almost take the Bucks as the favorite.
1: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't put the Nets as favorite. I'd no, not, like no I said, doubt, if we no see KD
0: yeah. healthy playing with Simmons and Kyrie, Kyrie's yeah. not even going to be able to play at home in the playoffs. I'd be very impressed.
1: Yeah, I just – I don't know. I, I don't like know
0: the Simmons fit do. for them if, yeah, he, they... if he plays, which we don't know what we're going to get out of him because who knows what he's been doing the last six months. I,
1: all I know is I woke up and saw him shooting threes in, uh, during like a pre-game warm-up, and if that if that dude – Starts pulling threes, it will be that might go down as the funniest trade to ever happen because that guy refused to shoot, refused to improve, and then gets traded and starts yakking up threes. Oh my, that will be you refuse
0: to do anything.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, the uh, the, one of the funniest plays I've ever seen was in that playoff series against the Hawks where he had a I won't say open because Trey Young was there, but he passed up on a layup on Trey Young to give it to Matisse I which obviously didn't work out, but. No. I if they can if they can stay healthy, they'll be a they'll be a good team. But guess who the
0: least favorite team in the NBA is?
1: <sighs> is it the Magic? It's the Thunder. Really?
0: Then the Pistons that, then the Magic. I
1: don't know about that cuz the Thunder,
0: oh, they're all tied. The Magic, Pistons, and okay. Thunder are all say, tied. The
1: Thunder like they're not bad. they're not good, but they're not like the worst in the league. But
0: um I don't know how I feel about the Warriors anymore.
1: No, they just need to get Draymond back. They need Draymond back and that's really it. Yeah, Curry's kind of been left to die a lot of these games. Yeah, absolutely. But um, with that, we'll move on to the next trade. And what I think, personally, might be the worst trade of the whole deadline, in which the Wizards traded Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: Hey, it's only a bad trade for one side, right? Sorry yes, to interrupt you. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> oh, I just, I can't. Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans for Chris I really, my, my roommate is a Mavericks fan, and he was not very happy after this. He didn't like Kristaps. I don't like Kristaps, but that would, might have been the dumbest trade I've seen in a long time. Because mm-hmm. not only is Spencer Dinwiddie not good this season, not saying Kristaps is good by any means, but Dinwiddie's been terrible all season. Davis Bertans isn't even playable and is on a ridiculous contract. And then you take into the fact that it's a horrible fit. You already have Jalen Brunson. You already have Luka. You already have, I mean, I, obviously I'm not saying Trey Burke is better than Dinwiddie. You have Trey Burke, who's a solid scoring guard. Yeah, he can't do anything else, but, like, Dinwiddie at this point isn't a very good scorer. Mm-hmm. But you just, you can't trade away a big man when you need big men for a point guard, when you have point guards. It doesn't make any sense. I The Wizards, for who Spencer Dinwiddie was and what, that team is right now stole Chris Stapps. Again, Chris Apps isn't isn't anything insane anymore. Yeah, just he's throw, solid. Not to
0: interrupt you, but just to throw out the position argument. Yeah, uh, like w- what team every team needs. Yeah. Dinwiddie Woody for Porzingis, Like are you serious? No, yeah. Like you it, said it, Porzingis it hasn't been great sense. lately, but he still has the potential to be elite. Yeah, Woody's healthy, but and now he's put in a more ball dominant situation cuz Beal's out.
1: Yeah. But now no 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 the thing is is like you know, you could make the argument, oh, they're making up cap space like yeah. the Blazers. No, because not only the combined contracts of of Dinwiddie and in Burton's probably make up for that, but then they go on ahead and sign Dorian Finney-Smith to a big big four year extension. Mm. Like they have no cap space anymore. and It's just going to be Luca. And then what are you going to do when Luca eventually wants out because he's not going to stay there? Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care enough like that. But poor Luca, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty funny that the first day that after they trade trade yeah after they traded Chris stops he dropped f- like fifty five. I was watching that game with my with my roommate Chris. It was very fun to watch. I love watching Luca. But uh with that i move on to the uh I only I'm only gonna be covering like the you know trades I consider to be I don't want to sound like disrespectful, but like relevant. So uh we'll go on to the next one in the Celtic trading Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford for and a f and a first round pick for Derek White. I love this trade. Josh Richardson isn't as good as he used to be. Still a good defender, solid mid-range shooter. Romeo Langford is Romeo Langford. Had had a lot of potential, but has not come close to it. In the first round pick, I believe it's one for this year. Who cares? It's gonna. The Celtics have been very bad drafting late rounds the last couple of years. So at that point, who really cares? I mean, outside of Robert Williams, they drafted. Grant Williams, who's not bad, not bad at all. He he actually went from, like, one of the worst players in the NBA. He was very solid this year. But you have guys like Carson Edwards uh, taking Aaron Naismith over Desmond Bain. Like, I just, they, 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 there's no point for them to have these late picks anymore. So, at that point, to get Derek White, who's not only a great playmaker, great defender, solid scorer at times, very inconsistent at in moments, but it doesn't matter when you're that good of a defender and playmaker, which are two things that they need. I just I like it. I like the pick. I've seen I've seen some people not like the trade on Twitter, but I I, I believe it's a very good trade. I, I've seen some Celtics fans who are very excited about it, but yeah, I, I'll say looking at it on paper it might be an overpay, but in the long run, it's going to work out great because Derek White is not only better than both of those players, he's a better fit. He's just a better fit. Yeah, the NBA is more, like, fit dominant than any other league. Yes, I as we've seen with the Lakers, which I don't have anything in the notes, but if we have time, I'll get into the Lakers and how I think they're done at this point.
0: No, they are done. Even LeBron's, like, I feel like he's starting to admit they're done. Absolutely. He doesn't really care. But um, I just do not know what LeBron's future is going to look like.
1: Yeah. Because he wants to play long He wants enough. to play, play Bronny. And Bronny, Bronny may not even get to the NBA. He because here is the thing: he's going to because they're going to want LeBron. Exactly, a team is going to want LeBron. It's going to be it's going to be a big tank thing on oh tank for Bronny, which he has the the build, the potential, but it's just it's just unfortunate because he's playing behind, he's playing yeah. for a top high school team, and he's I think he's like a sophomore right now. No, he needs to. Like as weird as I
0: agree with you there. Like as weird as I don't know much about high school basketball, but as weird as this to say, like he needs to go somewhere else because he'll never be able to become a five-star recruit there because he's playing. Well, I but, think
1: I think he will his junior senior year once he starts getting more minutes and the guys ahead of him. That's what I'm graduating. saying. Like, he'll
0: never become. It's like varsity basketball at my local high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, he, like no, he, no, he, only the only the only the juniors and the seniors are playing out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that moving, this is probably I'd say this is probably the well player wise. <sighs> I'm trying. I want to say biggest trade in terms of the amount of players. That's what I'm trying to say. It's one of the weirdest trades, too. So. Yes, a four-team trade for, between the Bucks, Clippers, Kings, and Pistons, in which the Bucks got Serge Ibaka and two second-round picks. I love this for them. They need. They need a, a defensive. Uh, four spacer from the five because Brook Lopez is out for who knows how long. And Bobby Portis is a great four spacer, not a very good defender. So gr- great move for them. Clippers get Rodney Hood, Semi the Demiojale, and Vanja Mar- Marinkovic from the Kings. Um, I don't know why they're in this trade. Yeah, how they I, I how don't they even know. get involved in this trade? They, that was they, my question they for you. They didn't give up. At, oh no, well they gave up Serge obviously, but I don't, I, I don't, I really don't know, but. I like to see uh, my my boy semi uh, semi the demi Ojala move on. <laughs> semi the demi. He was uh, <laughs> I, weird trick. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean the kid. And then get okay, I move on. The Kings got Josh Jackson, Meh, Dante Divincenzo, who they could have gotten a couple years ago, but they didn't want to. Trey Lyles, Meh, and I'm not gonna pronounce that. Try to David Michinow, something like that, and a second round pick. And the Pistons got Marvin Bagley. I can't. Obviously, Marvin Bagley hasn't lived up to his potential as a number two overall pick, but he still has that potential to be a top guy. It's just when you go to a team that basically doesn't want you, throws you under the bus, and doesn't play you, you're going to lose a lot of a lot of value. So I think the Pistons, the, the potential of a duo of Marvin Bagley and Cade Cunningham is pretty ridiculous if they both pan out. Who knows if they'll both pan out, obviously, but... We'll see. I, I just I I love the trade for the Pistons. They gave up guys they don't need guys that are taking up cap space mm-hmm. for a guy that could potentially be something. And uh, the next trade i will move on with is the Hornets. Between the Hornets and the I like Wizards. this trade. Me too. The Hornets traded Ish Vernon Carey, and a second round pick for Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, I mean the 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 Hornets got a lot more offense down low. I didn't really I. Not gonna say I don't like it, but I was very surprised that they kept PJ Washington because they were saying they might trade him. and You already have Plumlee, you already have now you have PJ Washington, now you have Montrez Harrell. I, I don't know. I think the model for the Hornets is the Grizzlies.
0: Yeah, does that make sense? Like, build, like build, build around your point guard, yeah, exactly. and shooters around him, like even though, old... though
1: Montrez Harrell isn't shooting guard, PJ Washington is,
0: but like you just want like you have an electric player on the court. Allow him to be ball dominant. That's how that's how that's how the Maverick should be built. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have a ball dominant player on the court, just build around him. Like don't don't take the ball mm. away from him.
1: They tried to build around him, but the guys that they pro- gave him suck. Straight up. There's no suck. other way to say it at they this suck. point.
0: Poor I uh, once again, poor Luca, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. But um I, I didn't I, I will say I was happy at first because I, I, I thought for sure PJ Washington was gone. I've said it on air before, I want the Knicks to trade for PJ Washington so badly. He, his ability to space the floor—I shouldn't think he shoots forty percent from three on like three or four attempts a game in like twenty minutes—is something that you don't always see in big men. So he's not—he's—he's he's not a terrible defender. He's not anything insane on that end, but he's also not bad. But just to add that to a team that is just so in need of spacing from down low—that would be quite a big quash. But obviously, didn't happen as the Knicks didn't make a single move, not one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish up the... Uh, I just don't
0: know how you're surprised. Again, I don't know how you're I'll, surprised.
1: I'll, I'll go into the, my little tangent on the Knicks, but I'll get through these last couple of trades they're pretty quick. Uh, the Raptors, the, uh, goes, this went down between the Raptors and the Spurs, in which the Raptors traded Goran Dragic in a 2022 first-round pick for Thad Young, Drew Eubanks in a 2026. Not a big round fan pick.
0: of this pick. Or just trade.
1: Because the pick, their pick is going to be mid-lottery.
0: For the Raptors?
1: Yeah, they're like the sixth seed right now.
0: Oh, they are. Yeah, I oh, know they've bad. been
1: surprisingly good. I've, I've been loving to watch them play, but like, I didn't know that. They already Sorry. cut. They already cut. No, you're good. They already cut Drew Eubanks, and they they were in desperate need of backup big because Chris Boucher is not not it. He's I just really don't like
0: trading. This is why I don't like this trade. I just don't like trading first round picks if you're like one of those teams that's like mid lottery or can't decide whether you no, want I, whether you want to contend I or agree. rebuild like if you're halfway between a decision on whether I want to actually compete this year or rebuild you shouldn't be trading first but I see what they're trying to do no
1: yeah but um the raptors uh weren't playing dragic you kind of came to an agreement that they just it wasn't working out and that just to stop playing him i thought i thought for sure he was going to get traded to the heat or that it, he was gonna sign with Heat because the Spurs ended up buying him out, but apparently now the Mavericks are the favorite to land him, which I don't understand What are the Mavericks doing? Because I no I love Dragic, don't get me wrong. He's a very solid player, not not nearly as good as he used to be, obviously, but you can't sign him because then you have like you have Luka, Brunson, Dinwiddie. Burke. I, I'd assume in that situation, Burke's a minute to get a cut. I feel like we could dedicate a, a whole hour
0: to how bad the Mavericks are. Poor, oh, the third they're time not, the show. They're not Poor even, They're Maverick. not even
1: necessarily bad. It's just, like, they're in the playoffs. I think they're top six maybe. But it's just their they're, they're moves up. At, the, at this deadline don't make any sense. And uh, with that, and the last trade that I'll men- uh, mention is the Suns trading Jalen Smith, who is the 10th pick in the 2020 draft who definitely didn't do much, but he's shown some promise this year. I mean, they signed Bismack Biambo, who's, oddly enough, been playing great. And they already have JaVale McGee, who's been playing, like, I almost want to say disgustingly great, because I, th- some of the shots that, that guy takes is, is mind-boggling. But they traded Jalen Smith in a second-round pick uh, for this year for Torrey Craig and cash considerations. Torrey Craig is back in Phoenix. I like to see that. I'm a big Torrey Craig fan, helping their defense out. Him and Jay Crowder will do wonders for that defense. But with that, I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to spend a good portion of the rest of the show talking about the Knicks. I just don't
0: know what's there to be said. Once again, I, well, I don't know how you're surprised by this. If they're a horribly run team. I didn't expect I, them to do anything.
1: When I sit there and I'm just sitting on my phone... Refreshing Twitter. Refreshing oh no, I I Twitter, watch. Refreshing I Twitter. I watched. and just watching all these teams make trades, seeing that we were potentially looking to trade Cam Reddish, which doesn't make any sense, of course. And then we're we're looking to trade Fournier, we're looking to trade Kemba, we're looking to trade all these guys. Basically, they said everyone who whose name was not R.J. Barrett was up to trade, and then we do nothing. We not we don't make a single move. How stubborn! does this front office and Tom Thibodeau have to be? Because now, what are you going to do about Cam Reddish? What, are you just going to not play him for the rest of the season? Waste his potential as much, as much as I am a little... I'll say I'm on the lower side. I still think Cam Reddish has great potential, but I'm I'm on the lower side of if he'll reach that potential. But, like, just to see just how stubborn and I'm sorry how dumb they are about this and how you you see these young guys you see Quentin Grimes you see Miles McBride dropping 30 points daily in the G League who has shown he hasn't been bad in his time in the NBA he's, still, he's shown the defense that I, I loved but like Quentin Grimes Miles McBride Cam Reddish Obi Toppin all these guys who should be getting minutes who without a doubt should be getting minutes especially Obi and then not only do you not make any moves to get rid of veterans the last game they played against the Trailblazers, Obi played seven minutes. Obi got outplayed in minutes by Taj Gibson, and we blew 20, like a twenty-point lead. No surprise to the Trailblazers.
0: I saw that game. I knew you were gonna be mad about that. I one.
1: I I I went to go pick up food. We were up twenty. I came back. I sat down and I ate. I came back. Looked the score. We lost. I <laughs> I, I couldn't. Even, I I don't want to say I can't believe it because I very easily can believe it. But I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what this team is doing anymore. I've said it before on the show. It is better to be terrible in the NBA than it is to be a mid-tier team. Because if you're terrible, you're getting caps. You can trade away the veterans for cap space. You can get high draft picks. If you're in the middle and you keep the veterans, you have no cap space. And you're going to get a, a mid-round pick of which, what are you going to draft with that? Well, I mean, again, when you miss on picks like... You know, taking Frank Nilakinya, taking Kevin Knox. I'm I'm so sorry, but taking Obi OB Toppin over Tyree Saliburton. Like mm, when yeah, we sorry, needed Obi. when we needed a no, I love Obi. Obi is one of my favorite players for watching the team, but it's just not the right pick. Yeah. Taking taking a power forward, I get I get they were under the impression that they were gonna trade Julius. I do understand that. But when the bigger need is a point guard, like we are in desperate need of a point guard mm-hmm. and you take a power forward, when we have a power forward, like come on, man. It, I just don't get it. I, I wish know. we could
0: make a compilation of you just saying, "Come on, man."
1: But yeah, it's actually funny. My mom, my mom said that because she has a uh, like the have you heard of the cricket machines? Yeah. She has that. and She said she's gonna make a shirt for it that uh, says, "Come on, man." No, I and just uh, want
0: like like a YouTube. We could probably find like ten minutes if we went back and no, watched every show of you just absolutely. saying, you getting mad at things. That just saying, "Come on, man."
1: But I just <laughs> I I can't I can't take it anymore. If I <laughs> Sorry. if I have to watch one more game of a starting lineup.
0: Of- Let me get I can actually tell. I'm not even – I don't even watch the Knicks that much, and I can tell you it. It's Kemba – wait, Kemba, RJ. Okay, wait, and this is where I'm starting to blank. Well, it's
1: it's not in order, but, yeah, but Kemba, Kemba, Fournier, RJ, Randall, Mitchell. I'm cool, Man, Randall, I'm yeah. cool with the bottom three, especially the way Randall's been playing great. He did not play very good in the Blazers game, but I, I – He's started turning around. I don't care anymore with him. I, I it's just if you're going to play Sorry. if you're going to play awful for half the season and then play good for that for half I still don't want you on my team cuz I I said it on Twitter. I'm yeah I, I love he's playing great. I love he's looking like he did last year, but I'm not forgetting the first half of the season. Mm. I'm not. I'm not sitting here watching this dude cost his game after game after game and forgetting that because, oh, he's played good the last three games. Like, I don't care. Mm. Like, I, I'm looking in the long term here, and Julius Randle's not the long term option, not even close. I don't even know if anyone on this team right now is as much of as I love RJ. He needs to develop his shot, creating and his, and his ball handling ability. I just, I don't know. I really don't know what to do with this team anymore. Other than you know what I wanted to do, break it down and rebuild. I want I so badly wanted to see a lineup of quickly Grimes, R.J. Obi, and Mitchell after the deadline. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen. But I, at the very least, I wanted to see Kemba Burks. I was very shocked that Alec oh, Burks was not traded. I really, I really wanted to see at least Kemba Burks and sowell get traded. Mm-hmm. They are not. They are literally not providing anything for this team anymore. But yeah, that's all I have to say. But at first, I have some. I've we have an announcement to make. I yeah. said last week that we were working. You we were we were working on getting the show on on uh, spreading it out, and we did. We released our first episode on Spotify. The official name, by the way, is the Sports Report with Liam and Desmond. Uh, exclamation part, point after uh, report. Uh, we set up our Twitter account, which I believe the at is uh, Sports Report PLT. I believe. Yep. Yeah. Plattsburgh, of course. Um, we released it on YouTube. The same, same, same name. Uh, Spotify. Tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Google, Google Podcasts. I, I got random notifications that it, they put it on Google Podcasts too. Because the way the way it works with Spotify is they have their own thing called Anchor, which is how you release your podcast, and that's what I put it on. So it literally puts it on a bunch of different things. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on uh, Google Podcasts. I don't think i've ever heard of anyone using google Podcasts, but still
0: if you use google podcast tune in
1: yeah absolutely yeah here we go available on four platforms spotify anchor is that an apple Podcasts? what oh it's to submit so i oh okay so i can
0: it will be on apple Podcasts. podcast we're getting yeah i'm
1: gonna do that now i didn't know i could do that i'm definitely gonna yeah definitely so gonna do that
0: definitely tune in if you miss them like we've said we're going Monday, Wednesday 3 to 4 for the rest of the semester yep, probably and then
1: the, the episodes get will be getting released on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday and Saturday. Saturday Wednesday, Saturday 6 a.m. tune in absolutely very excited to see where the show will go yeah
0: and like even even if you don't you don't even have to watch the full thing like it's it's we you try to go in order of importance is how it goes. So like at the beginning of the episode, like today you're gonna get the Super, Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what we do like every week. If the Super Bowl didn't happen at the beginning of today's episode we'll be the NBA we'll win trade, trade, trade deadline. deadline. Exactly. So just like if you just want your update on sports, you want to hear two college kids talk about sports, like there's no like hard format, we just kind of go back and forth if you've been listening. Like, yeah, tune in. We 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 love it.
1: Absolutely. Love the show, love doing the radio. So but I mean That's all I got. Yeah,
0: I believe that's all we got today. We're gonna end a little early, so but like I said, tune in. Social social media, the ads. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you Wednesday with some more uh, NBA and Olympic action. Is what we're going to actually talk about on Wednesday.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: I want to wait till Wednesday until more events happen.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'll take a look at that.
0: All right, cool. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.